expert, but certain things over the years have really gotten in my crawl and gotten in my brain, and they've motivated me, and this is one of them. It's a big deal to me. How to lose America's freedoms. The average lifespan of all, not just a few, of all the world's great civilizations, say it with me, has been about how many years? Somebody want to do the math real quick and tell us how old America is? 200 and what? You got the math right? You think you're right? 76? 1776 plus 242 equals what? Good, I'll trust you. So here we are, almost 250 years old as a nation. According to the stats, that should scare us. Did you hear me or not? And as you see people being less vigilant for our country, tearing down our country, not standing for our country, that's normal. If we're going to make it, it's going to take work. Did you hear me, yes or no? President Trump was criticized on his campaign when he said he wanted to make America great again. He was criticized by people saying America's already great. He wasn't saying America's not great. He's saying America has lost a lot of the things it once had. And we know he's got his issues, and we know he's got warts and wrinkles. But I imagine you've got a few, too. Instead of criticizing, how about pray? Instead of criticizing, how about try to go do good to a neighbor, good, 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 good for your town? Amen. Say, instead of spending all your day sitting in a, watching a TV criticizing our country. Amen or what? That ain't part of the message, but here I go. Oh, Rog is back there going, poor man. This is a poor, poor man up there. So, 200 years. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it is. Now, don't, don't think that there aren't like, well, France has been around and, and England's been around. These places have come and gone up and down, left and right, been decimated, annihilated, started over again. Is that what you want to do? Just get destroyed and start over again? Or like to keep America strong? Yes or no? Say Want to be destroyed and like a few people left here and then all of a sudden we'll start America again. I would prefer, how about we stay strong? How about we get stronger? So these nations progress through the following sequence. And if you've been with me for years, you've seen this. Bondage is where it starts. This is where a people start. Our nation started in bondage with people leaving England. And by the way, they were Christians. Can you say Christians? And their goal was, was not to come here so they could have all the rights to do this and that and do this and all that. They came here so that they could raise their family and teach them the Scriptures and raise them in a, in a place where they could raise up godly kids. That's what they wanted. That was the thing that drove them. And when they came over, half, about half of them lost their lives on the trip over. They were in bondage. And even when they came, they were still in bondage here. And other nations ruled over them here in this land. They were not free when they came here. Bondage. But I'm going to tell you what got them going. Say that next one with me. What? Spiritual faith. 
Not just a belief in a higher power, a belief in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Period. All roads don't lead to heaven. Only Jesus does. And that's what drove them here. And then they had what? How much kind of courage? Excuse me, I don't think a lot of people living on this planet today could build America. Do you? (laughs) Kidding me? Great courage. And there was something inside of them that wanted this next one. Say it with me. One more time. Patrick Henry said, give me what? Give me, or give me what? We live towards the end of that cycle if if we're not careful. Are you all listening? And then they experience what? Has America experienced abundance? In this country, when you look back at our history, is that that far-fetched or is that right on the money? Right on the money, ain't it? Electricity. The automobile. And then in our lifetime, computers. Can you believe it? Cell phones. Beautiful houses and neighborhoods. Skyscrapers. Unbelievable. Air flight. Nuts, isn't it? TV right in the house. Abundance. Bank accounts, wealth. Uh oh. Then what? Complacency. You think that's happened? Now, this is what happens to all great civilizations. Could you, has that happened in America? Yes or no? And then what? That next word apathy. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever, it's their right to do whatever they want. It's America. See, they had their right to do whatever they want. That's why our forefathers bled and died, so they could do whatever they want. No, no, we made that up. Our forefathers didn't think that way. (laughs) They didn't bleed and die, so you could do whatever you want. They bled and died, so you could have liberty and freedom. Not to do whatever you want. Do what he says. Do what his book says. That was a given that we're going to do that. Come on! But there we are. Apathy. I don't care. Whatever floats your boat. You ever heard any of these statements? Whatever makes you happy. I even grew up didn't hear some of them things. Whatever floated my boat was a wrap right upside the head. Amen or oh me? And if I just want to be happy, good, get your stuff and move out. Different world, isn't it? Now you can be 30 years old and your parents have to sue you to get you out of the basement. That's a, it's right on the news right now. Did you see the guy? And then this one, we're on the last step now. Hang on. What's that last one? Up here, say it with me. D. D what? I thought we founded a country so we could be independent. Independent. And now we are what? Dependent. 
Politicians have strangleholds on all, all kinds of segments of community and life in America. Where the people have a hard time even getting out from under the mess they under. Y'all hear me or not say. And the only way they survive is by relying on the government. And we forget we didn't have no government. <laughs> we had courage. We had liberty. We had freedom. That we could make our own way. Amen. Say. Don't mind helping somebody. But we certainly ain't going to put them on a payroll. I mean, you couldn't have started America like that. Now, listen, we'll all get together and we'll form this country, okay, and we'll all be on the payroll. And you're not going to really have to give anything. We'll get it from other people. If we start America like that, they won't know other people to get it from. Amen. Yes or no? So you had to go out and make your way. Y'all listening or not? Little civics lesson this morning. So now we're dependent. We're dependent. And even helpless at times, aren't we? Yes or no? People feel like now they don't want to go into politics because they can't make a difference. And when they do go, the machine will come at them so hard, it'll crush you like a bug. Wow. This is depressing. How to lose America's freedoms. I see your light. He flashes back there. One of the major contributing factors for a civilization's demise, say it with me, that last part, is the undermining of the dignity and sanctity of the... So let's talk about it. How do you lose America's freedoms? One of the things that has been found, this cycle that goes like this, there's a common thread that runs through it all. The breakdown of the American family. The breakdown of the American family. The break, these, these folks didn't come over here. They came over here for their family. They came over here. They, they braved the bloody seas to raise their family. So if you can break down the family, <laughs> you've took the reason away for us to even be here. How many love your family? Can I see somebody? You love your family. You love your family. Our families aren't perfect, but we love our family. Yes or no? Say. When that family is broken down, there's a problem. Let's go to the Bible. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. It will not work. You will fail. That's what this is saying. Because that which may be known of God is manifest to us. For God has showed Himself to us. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. You think we're making that rain hit the building right now? Somebody's doing that. All we can do is try to keep the plants growing. And when they grow, we can cut them maybe. I'm like, we've got to keep up with them. And then they die in the winter. like, whoa, that was nice. And then they come back. How's that happen? We can see God being understood by the things that are made. We can understand there's a God by things that are out there. Yes or no? Amen. Even His eternal power in Godhead, we can know that, man, there must be some incredible power that's holding all this together. You understand that scripture? So that we're without excuse, guys. Because that when they knew God, we know this. 
they glorify him not as God. And America knows it better than any other country on the face of the earth. Still, the gospel of Jesus Christ, 90% of it comes out of this country to other places in the world. Financially. Support for it. And that's us. We're that beacon of the gospel right here in this great country. But, because when we knew God, they glorify Him not as God, neither are we what? Thankful. But instead of being grateful, we complain. But became vain in their imaginations. We did this. It's all about me. And their foolish heart was very what? Darkened. Professing themselves to be what? All the forefathers, when they came over here, won't none of them on the board there the, on the ships that said, you know, we all came from monkeys. Everything just blew up and we're slime. So get on board. Let's go. No, they didn't have the education, some of them. They were a lot smarter than people are today. Now we got the dumbest ideas where we came from and all roads lead to heaven and there's no God, blah, 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 idiots. And they changed the glory of an incorruptible God into an image made like us. And people that preach the gospel and stand firm on the word, so often we're the butt of the things, the jokes in America and us standing like we do here on this stage. That's fine with me. Just spell my name right. Gary with two R's. Got it? I'm in good company. You hear me, yes or no? And we've created images, birds, four-footed beasts, and creeping things. And we're going to worship stuff like that instead of the true God. Amen? What I'm saying is when this happens, that spiral keeps, it'll do just like that. You hear me? Oh, I don't believe in natural selection per se. But I believe certain things are natural. It's called the natural judgment of Almighty God. You go against Him, it's written in stone. You will be dust. You will be dust. You better enjoy your picnic and your parade and your ride. Because He's God and we're not. Y'all hear me or not? That's what this is teaching. Wherefore, God gave them up. God gave them up. How does this keep happening? How does this keep happening? How does this keep happening? Well, God gave them up to uncleanness, to the lust of their own heart, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a what? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's a lie. It all blew up, and we're slime, and we got here another way. God gave His only Son so He could have everlasting life. That's a lie. He was just a good man. He didn't do that. You don't believe that crap, do you? Yeah, I do. And it ain't crap. It's called truth. But are you seeing that as I talk this morning? Can you feel it? And they serve the creature more than the who. The, the folks didn't come and start this country and, and make America... By serving themselves. That's what, that's what Joel's saying about. Somebody goes to the rubble and grabs the flag and puts it up when they know a bullet or something's coming right through their head when they do it. But there she stands. Giving their life for a greater cause than themselves. But God says in His Word... 
The opposite will happen when you serve the creatures and you become the gods and, and I'm out of the picture. Amen? Hope I'm not putting you to sleep. I know that's a little different way to look at Romans 1. How to lose America's freedom 71 years ago. Can you say 71? How many in this room 71? Let me see if there's any 71-year-olds in here. There you go. You're looking good. You're looking good. You're looking good over here. Brother, I don't know about it. No, you're looking good. You're looking good. You're looking good. 71 years ago, pop it up, Raj, and push me. In 1947, 71 years ago, Family and Civilization, the book by Dr. Carl Zimmerman, showed 10 symptoms of final decay. Final decay. That cycle that you saw, that cycle that you saw, there's 10 symptoms that were observable in both the Greek and Roman civilizations, the greatest civilizations that ruled this earth. He studied it in detail, and he found ten things, ten things that caused that decline, ten things that lead to this thing like this happening and back in bondage again, ten things. And it's a book that still matters to me, and it's amazing what you see of his study. And it's not an opinion. It's the truth. It's what it was. He goes back and studies it, and this is what happened. So let's look at it. You want, to, you want to lose your freedoms in America? You want to lose them? These are not necessary in necessary order, but there probably are. Here we are. Number one, no-fault divorce. What? You mean us divorcing our wife or our husband and we're tearing at the fabric of America? Yes, you are. Because you're tearing at the foundation of America and the family. We're not talking about abuse. We're not talking about stuff. Of course Bible's clear on that. Adultery in the scriptures, they were killed. And there's still books on most states' laws that in this country you're in prison for it. Can you believe that, yes or no? You mean if I go cheat on my wife with another woman, I'm going to end up in the slammer? Yep. That'll do something for you when you're out partying. Amen or oh me. That's the law. I didn't make this stuff up. But what's no-fault divorce? It's a divorce in which the dissolution of marriage requires neither a showing of wrongdoing or either party or any evidentiary proceedings at all. It's just like, you know, I don't like you today. Bye. Or they can really, really hurt you, and yet you have to give, it's 50-50, half of everything. You mean you hurt and you're not eating? Yep. And whichever one in this state don't have a job, that means you've got to support that other one if you've been married over nine years. You've got to support them until about the day they die or they get married again. What? We're smart, ain't we? <laughs> it's like some of the dumbest stuff ever. How many have gone through it and know what I'm talking about? Let me see some hands. A few of you gone through it. Woo! It's an education. That's number one. Number two, let's look at another one. I'm telling you, the guy studied it. So much of what we see, that decline on that list of how civilization falls, comes back to the family. Can you say family? Number two, meaningless marriage vows. This is what he found. The word is covenant breakers. The Bible says, 2 Timothy 3, 3, without natural affection. Say that next word with me. Say it with me. Truce breakers. Truce breakers. You know, I still do the old-fashioned ceremonies here. For better, for worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and in what? If you get sick, I'm leaving your tail. No, 
You get sick, I'm going to take care of you. How about that? Till next Friday night. Or till death do us part. But meaningless vows. Meaningless marriage vows. Without natural affection, truce breakers. Keep going, Rods. Push me. Push. The idea that marriage is a covenant between the two people making it is a big deal to God. Did you know that? When a husband, and he's the one who instituted marriage. And guys, I went through that. It destroyed me. The person I love that I gave my life to, wanting to be with somebody and not me. It killed me. Made me want to take my own life. You hear me? Marriage mattered to me. Are y'all listening or not? When this happens, it doesn't just happen in the Clark family. It extends out. And this repeated and repeated and repeated tears at the fabric of our country. Do you understand that? Obviously, my own mother was married and my stepdad beat my mother and he murdered my mother. So we're not saying stay in a marriage like that. That's why I love the word. Because that guy would have been killed by sundown. You understand, yes or no? That's tough talk. I know it is, but it is what it is. Amen? But today, if we're going to keep America strong, we've got to keep our word. We've got to, things like marriage have to matter again. Do y'all hear me or not? That's why what we do here on this campus, it really matters. We're not here to take your money. I'm bright enough still, even at my age, to make a living. You hear me or not? This matters what we do in, in, in helping the family here. From this day forward, better or worse, richer or poor, sickness and health, till death do us part, is meaningless. That's what he found. Would you say that it's happening in America, yes or no? One more show of hands. It not only happened in America, Pastor, it happened in, in here. Let me see your hand. It happened to me. See? We are America. Here's number three he found. Birth, dearth, birth, dearth. This is a term used to describe falling fertility rates. You remember America when people had big families? Remember that, yes or no? Oh, they're Italians. They're crazy. They got nine children. Or something like that, people would say, yes or no? And now when you see a big family, they're driving a big, like one of these Ford cargo vans. You know what I'm saying? We look at them, wow, those are crazy people. That's the truth. The Bible says without natural affection, without natural affection, push me. Without natural affection. What that means is there's going to be a loss. There's a loss that this man discovered that parents wanting children, families wanting babies. I know they're a pain in the rear. Tell me about it. I have two again. I signed up for it. It's worth it. Abby is 10 today. My littlest one is 10 today. If you see Abby, hug her neck. 10 today. Danny turns seven. Isn't that crazy? Does Danny and Abby matter? Sure they matter. Amen. And y'all make them feel that way too. I see it. Let's look at some stats. Women must have two children. You notice how women are the still only ones having babies? Have you noticed that? Say. 
But we're smart. We're going to figure out a way, I'm telling you. We do a lot better with our wisdom in humbling ourselves at the feet of the Lord than trying to find ways to get around His natural order. Is that making sense to you? Here's some numbers for you. I put them up before. Greece, 1.3. Germany, 1.4. People ain't having two babies anymore. Look at them. See them? I don't know. I'm pretty good at math. If they ain't, if there's anything under two on any of that list, you're struggling. Keep looking. Go, 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 go. United States, 2.1. We're hanging on by a thread <gasps> to replace ourselves. Amen. Well, we'll just bring in people from other countries. Hey, I'm for immigration too. I love that. I love that, bringing people from other countries. But wait a minute. If they come in with different values, different gods, different beliefs, not everybody has to sign a little list and believe just like I do. But man, you're not going to keep America strong. And that's not being hateful. That's just fact. When civilizations decline, there's increased, say it with me, disrespect for what? That's what his study found, disrespect for parents. Keep looking. Having kids ain't such a good thing anymore. Is this a conservative message or what? I'm sorry. How many would say, Pastor, this ain't that conservative. When I was young, a young man, a young woman, this is the way it was. Let me see your hand. Let me see your hand. Yes or no? Well, it was. Did people go around your day say, that's terrible, that's horrible, standing for the family. You're a bigot. No, that's what we did. We thought we were right. Yes or no? Say. Having kids ain't such a good thing anymore. So now we have what? I want an abortion. I want it now. I don't think they came over on the ships saying when we get there, you can kill your babies. They came over here to have babies. They came over here to raise their babies in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Amen? This is tough. This is just what the man found. Professing themselves to be wise, they became what? You keep getting so smart, you're not going to have a country anymore. I want my freedom. I don't want to bring kids into this world. Now, we, we almost pat people on the back when they say that now. You know, I don't want to bring kids into this world. So you want America to go to pot? Yes or no? Where are we going, why are we going to keep this thing going then? Well, I had to get somebody else because I can't bring kids in this world. I feel sorry for them. You know, I don't feel sorry for any kid being born in America. Excuse me. You hear me or not? Say. If we would let, let it happen and let people that probably want a kid get a kid. Instead of having to go to China or Russia or wherever we get them from. You hear me? Yes or no? Don't come up and be ugly to me after the message. I'm trying to be nice. Number four, how do you destroy your country? Defamation of national heroes. Look at this one. Despisers of who? Those who are what? Now you have a hard time teaching about your national heroes because they were all this way. They all did this, all these terrible things. In a 2005 survey, people were polled on this statement. I would rather be a citizen in my country than any other country in the world. I'd rather be a citizen. Let's do a test. Don't put it up. How many would rather be a citizen in the United States of America than any other country in the world? Can I see your hand? We'll call that 100%. Let's see how the other countries fared. 
America, 75, said yes. By the way, that was in 2005. How many thinks that figure's a lot lower right now? Do you think it's 50% or 70% maybe or 65% maybe? I don't know. France, 34%. But we want to go be like them. What? Germany, 21, said yes. Germany! Spain, 21%. But America's evil. America's bad. Well, why so many people still like it? Amen or oh me? I wonder what that figure is today. Keep looking, keep looking, keep looking. Number five. Are y'all totally depressed? Coach, this is how we coach ball. And it coach say, we don't look at them and say how great you are. Look, look at your biceps. They look so fantastic. Look at you. You're a bum. <laughs> Amen. Say, come on. Take ten more laps. You know, whatever. Come on. This is that kind of message today. Kick you in the rear. Amen. Yes or no? Acceptance of alternative marriage forms. This is what he found in 1947. When it wasn't even happening in America. You get that or not? He just studied other civilizations. For this cause, God gave them up. Gave who up? Those that wanted to be the creator instead of him. For this cause, God gave them up to vile affections. For even their women change their natural use into that which is against what? Nature. When you see nature, that's God's natural way that he made us. And likewise, the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burning their lusts one toward another. And this was written over 2,000 years ago in the Bible. Men working with men, which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error. Okay? So, yeah, I wanted to pass that, Raj. I mentioned that to you, but that's okay. There was a group that came out in 05 that put a, wanted to boycott marriage. Okay? Yeah, but that's okay, because I didn't have all day. I had pictures of all that, but we don't need all that. You hear me? The point is, alternative marriage forms. And today there's groups out there that are actually, they don't just, they're not just for something else. They're against marriage. And boycott traditional marriage. And the bondage that you get under when you're a wife, you know. This is what the fellow found in his book, in his study, number six. Widespread attitudes of narcissism and hedonism. This is a little bit crazy, but I'll go into it. What's narcissism? Say it with me. A love of oneself concerned with self-admiration, self-centeredness, and self. Hey, at this church, say I matter. I have value. But we put it this way. We love Jesus and we love people. But we, know, we need to know that we matter and we have value. But it ain't all about you. <laughs> Amen. Say. We don't say this way. We don't all look at you on Sunday and just go, you matter and we don't. Amen. Say. We all matter. Narcissism, selfishness, for love shall be, men shall be lovers of them what? I love me. Ah, that's fine. You should love yourself. But don't go crazy with it. Amen. It's all right to say, I love myself, but, you know, realize that you probably still ain't all that, okay? It's okay. Don't go crazy here. Hedonism. What's that word? Here it is. Say it with me. Pleasure is of ultimate importance. 
Pleasure is the only thing good for a person. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. What makes me feel good, what I want. Whatever that is, we'll explore that and take it to the ends of the earth, whatever pleasure I can have. Bible says lovers of pleasure more than lovers of who? That's a rough message, isn't it, today? For the time will come when they won't endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust, they're going to heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. That means people like me and this kind of message is going to be lost. You hear me? Y'all listening over here? Because I sometimes avoid you. I'm sorry. I think I told you a couple of weeks ago I had a letter from a dear sweet lady that said I felt like she sits over here and she says she felt like this was the punishment section. I saw her bank and she told me that and I'm like, I wondered who that was. They shall turn away their ears from the truth. They shall be turned unto what? Fables. What does that mean? Instead of the teaching of God's word and truth in Jesus Christ. It's that God wants you rich. He wants you to have everything. He wants you to get your new car. That's God's plan for me. If you'll send me the money. Isn't that what they say so often on television? Yes or no? How does that work? Anti-family sentiment. That's number seven. Who changed the truth of God into a lie, worship, and serve the creature born the creator who is forever blessed. Amen. It's hard message today. Family is a fundamental building block of all civilizations. People that are against the family today, breaking down the family today. Family doesn't matter anymore. Mom, dad, husband, wife, children, grandma, granddaddy. You understand? Family. What's holding America together then? Because it sounds like we're going to pot. We're not. The families don't make the news. Y'all know that, don't you? How many family, how many, how many interviews are there in, you know, out there in Iowa? Say. And in rural, rural America, where family matters, you, you understand? Everything's coming from Detroit or Chicago or L.A. or New York or D.C. What's holding America together? The family. Did you hear me? The family. The family. The family. The family. But if you just watch TV, you think there ain't any families anymore. Y'all hear me or not? The battle ain't lost. Say that with me. The battle ain't. If we keep this way, or if we believe the bull, the battle's going to be lost. Acceptance of most forms of adultery. He found that. Number eight. In 1947, wherefore God gave them up to uncleanness, the lust of their own hearts, the son of their own bodies between themselves. Men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous. Keep going, Raj. Okay? Covetous, all forms of adultery, just wanting to do what I want to do. Got it? What does the Bible say? Thou shalt not covet your what? Neighbor's what? Do you all know the Ten Commandments? Get my video. Okay? Thou shalt not covet your neighbor's what? Wife. Or your neighbor's husband. Or the little sweet thing down the hall with the short skirt. Or whatever. Or the guy that thinks he's all that. You see that? Okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to break your vows. You hear me or not? Say. Can we say that together? It's not okay to break your vows. How about one more time? It's not okay 
to break your vows. Yeah, but you, didn't, you don't understand what I was going through. It's not okay. There's other ways that you can do stuff without doing that. You hear me or not? Number nine, boom, rebellious children he found. <laughs> Juvenile delinquency. In 1947, studying the civilizations of Greece and Rome, the legal definition of juvenile delinquency is a person between the age of seven to 16 who commit an act which would be a crime if that person were an adult. Okay? For rebellion is as the sin of what, the Bible says? Witchcraft. Stubbornness is as an iniquity of idolatry. So rebellion... Look at this one. Last days, Romans 1.30, backbiters, haters of God, disrespectful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things. Read that last one. Disobedient to what? How many seen somebody in a store lately or somewhere with an unruly kid? Let me see your hand. How many saw one really recently? I mean, that thing was out of control. I mean, it was like an animal. How many remember back in the day you didn't see that near as much? Let me see some hands. Yeah, but they were just mean parents back in those days. Dad was dad and mom was mom, and that was it. Amen? And you act like that right here? When you get home, if, if you make it to the house. Amen, say. We're even teaching kids these days, I got my rights. <laughs> Whoo. Obviously, any form of abuse, things like that, guys, that's why I go back to the Word. Do right. When checking with juvenile delinquency websites, a common statement of fact kept showing up. The most logical starting place for preventing. This is, this is the people out there that are so smart now. These are the experts. Even they're having to come to their senses a little bit. The most logical starting place for preventing juvenile delinquency is in the what? But that doesn't matter anymore. Because, see, I want to do my own thing and have my own way and make my own and blah, 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 until you got a planet full of unruly people running around thinking they came from some explosion and some monkey and some slime, not connected to an eternal God to know they have value and worth, not knowing a thing about what mom and dad looks like and how to have a family and raise a family. But we're going to make America great again. I worry about America in the future. Do you, yes or no? I love coming to church this morning. We live in a very retirement age community. We know that, right? Just look around. Look at you. Okay, look at you people. But you know what I love this morning? I love seeing y'all. I love back here, right there, Coach and another Coach and Clark right there. I love seeing you at church on a Memorial Day weekend. I hugged you guys right there. That mattered to me. Young families that are still, that, that even though we live in, right back here, boom, you know, even though we live in a retirement community, I love seeing these young families get up today, and church matters to me, and my country matters to me. Amen. Can we give them some prayer? Thank the Lord for them. Come on. Come on. Now, look, we're in a retirement age community where the average age is like 59 around here, okay? Here's the point. See, I'm still a spring chicken here. But anyway, but here's the point. A lot of places in America have young families, a lot younger or demographic than we have. And there are churches, I bet you this morning, loaded with young families all across this great country. Did you hear me? Come on. We've got to keep the family strong. Build strong family relationships. That's what they found in their studies. That's what the Bible said to begin with. Amen. And number 10, 
Here's the last thing he found in 47. 1947, he didn't write this last week. 1947, 71 years ago. Acceptance of all forms of sexual perversion. This was the sort of the final curtain on the fall of great civilizations. Even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up over to, say it with me, to a what kind of mind? Reprobate mind to do things which are not convenient. And guys, this is not a place for pride here. If you don't keep the Lord in your life and His Word to be true, you will accept Anything just like anybody else will. Don't put yourself above somebody else. Look at me. Look at me. Can't believe those people do that. That's you without Jesus. Or that's you in a situation where who knows the influence, who knows what happened in their life. We have no idea. There's no place for pride here. You won't build a strong country with pride. It happens with humility. Amen. So... When these things happen, our civilization is in decline. I think I've, I've showed you these facts before. I think you would agree. If we stay on this path, you're going to lose America's freedoms. Amen. That's going to happen. Say that with me. We, the people, have no one else to blame. Say that with me a little louder. We, the people, have no one else to blame. We're big on that we, the people, we, the people, we, the people, we, the people. With people. Well, don't forget that last part. Have no, no one else to blame. It was we the people when this great country started. And it's we the people today. America will not keep our freedoms by our blaming and pointing the finger. Oh, if we could just get us a better congressman. Quote me. <laughs> Not that that doesn't matter. It does matter. But you think that's going to fix this? We need a different president. <laughs> you are smoking stuff. If you think you're going to go against the natural order of Almighty God and fix everything without fixing the family, that's what makes America great. Amen? Family. And it's not that some of our family doesn't have problems and screw-ups. That's okay. How about we work on that? Say right there. How about we work on that? Amen. Say. How about you work on loving your wife and you, or loving your husband? How about you making that phone call to your child today? How about that? How about you make that phone call to your kid today? That's grown somewhere else, living somewhere else in America that would just be so happy to hear your voice today. Build your family. Get back in communication. Talk to the grandkids. Try to help. Amen. But I'm retired. I can't do anything anymore. You're nuts. You can make a difference. Say, I can make a difference. This is what makes America great. we got to do this. We the people. Here's how you get America back. Here's how you make America strong again. We the people falling on our knees at the feet of who? Jesus, Jesus. So, who said all this today in this message? I did.
So if you ever worry, wonder where your pastor stands, this is where I stand. Let's pray together. Amen. Come on. They mat- family matters and they matter to God. I got to quit. Amen. Let's praise the Lord. Come on. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We got to get up. They're out there opening the doors on me. I forgot. It's late. I have another service. I'm a lunatic. I'm horrible. How many things I believe?